I believe that I need to talk about something, or actually, it's more about someone. Someone who has made me confused on what a good friend really is, and this someone who made me realize how much of a coward I am for not changing my own situation. Hello everyone, my name is Nathan Thompson, and welcome to my podcast, where today I will be talking about something a little bit more sensitive that um, I will rarely be, be satirical on this, and everything will be completely serious. Um, so yeah, if you're here assuming that this is going to be something that's really haha funny, this is not the podcast for you, or, or this is not the episode for you. I keep getting those two terms mixed, and I use them interchangeably. But um, if you could not already tell by the title, this is about one of my former friends named Carson Samanyats. Um He was a friend of mine from near 2018, 2019, all the way up until recently to 2022. Um, This first started in a personal situation where I removed him from all of my contacts and socials, and I wanted to keep it as a more personal situation, but it appears that I I could not do that, and um, it has become known to a lot of people that there is something with between me and Carson. And I would like to elaborate on that and the deci- and why I made my decisions. But before I explain my decisions, I will more about um, I will explain Carson to you and my perception of him throughout the years and how it has changed to this point where I no longer consider him a friend of mine. But um, first, let's start with how I met the guy. I met him in Bacchus Kids Club, like. More than seven years ago, I presume. It might be a little more irrelevant nowadays, and my Apple Watch is freaking out. It is not allowing me to, uh... I'm just gonna put Do Not Disturb on it. Sorry, guys. But, um, I don't think Bacchus Kids Club is really relevant for all of this, so let's go to, um... I would like to say the, the beginning of the House Destroyers. So, when I initially made the group, um... I wanted to include Carson with it because I was on good talking terms with him. I would I would have considered him more of an acquaintance at the time than a friend. But we got along with each other. We talked with each other and we... I, yeah, we were just on good terms. So I invited him to the House Destroyers and... I believed he was a good member of it for the time. With some people not liking him for certain reasons. But I ultimately disregarded that for the time and... I'm not really aware if there's going to really be a correlation between that and how I see him now, but you can determine that for yourself. Um, but yeah, we got along during the House Destroyers and he even helped me with, um, well, he helped the group financially with his own parties and with mine, and then he also contributed with ideas. And I really did appreciate him during that time, and nothing was wrong within this friendship of ours, but a lot of it turned to when... um. I, well, I I can't really specifically say, but, or maybe, I would assume sometime when I recommended him to work at Dairy Queen and he did get hired and then he started working there. He had previous working experience at McDonald's as a, a line cook, as most people are over there. And I was accustomed to a lot of things of being a cook as well. And this is where I began to experience the first signs of manipulation from Carson. He would tell me that I was wrong about doing, like, a very specific thing, 
and he'd belittle me for it. Like, if I was, like, making a burger incorrectly or forgetting to do something. And it's not like I would forget it. It Sometimes it would just really depend, but he'd make me feel smaller than I was. He would make me feel inferior to him. And that's a thing that I think he does to some people, but mainly me, from, from what from my perception. But I noted that throughout my time at Dairy Queen. And a partial decision for why I actually went to Super 1 was because of Carson. And it wasn't completely just me being tired of working there, wanting new work experience. It was kind of with Carson, too. But um, one of the biggest things, besides just working with him and him like belittling me, and making me feel inferior, was he had a situation with um, his brother. I won't go into full detail about it, but um, I realized a lot of things about Carson because of it, and I realized a lot of things about his family because of it as well. I came to this conclusion with a couple other people that worked at Dairy Queen that he... I don't know, like, where to really go about this, or how I want to word this out. I I have, like, this microscript here that I'm reading off that just has bullet points of what I need to talk about, but it was a situation involving him and his brother and then another co-worker. Like I said, I won't go into details about it because it's irrelevant and it doesn't need to be talked about anymore um, explicitly, but I realized that both Carson and his brother lie a lot about a lot of things, and they are very insincere towards each other, and that is a very alarming trait that I find in toxic relationships or toxic friendships and whatnot. And I noted a lot of this for the longest time, and I never acted on it because I always wanted to see the good side of Carson. I always want to see the good side of a person. But, um, like... It was because we shared bonds, we bought a lot of G Fuel together, and we had fun doing that, I believe, and he treated me nicely a lot, but there would always be times where he would belittle me, and with situations like this, it would just be, you you get to see a different side of someone that's really a little bit shocking to an extent, but after this point, everything else I found out about him and how he treated me and how differently he treats others, it wasn't that much of a surprise to me, but, yeah. But that situation between him and his brother um, really shed a lot of light on it, that both of them lie a lot to defend themselves, to defend their image. If anyone wants to explain that situation, they can go right on ahead, but I believe Carson knows exactly what I'm talking about if he is listening to this. Um, I put I put my roommate at university's name on here. I think it was about, um, oh, okay, I think that's maybe a little bit more relevant, but, like, when, or well, I guess at Dairy Queen, one of the other things that surprised me was, um, I think I was at the front counter one day, and Carson was not feeling the best. I was, like, making this joke about spinal fluid or something, and um, don't don't take this as, like, he just did it randomly. There was probably, like, some deeper inner reason, but he grabbed me really aggressively and told me to, to stop talking about it. 
and he made me bleed in my shoulder, and then when I mentioned it the next day, he pretended like nothing happened. Like, and he knows very well the situation, and Connor knows very well the situation. Or he should at the very least. I think we went to Chocolate Moose and we talked. And Carson just pretended to not know anything about it, even though I know he's one manipulative bastard, and he he knows how to just get away with anything. Um, but more recent experiences and an incident involving our greater friend group kind of put everything to a point. Like, Carson visited the University of Minnesota with me, and we only were talking with each other for about um, 40 minutes, and everything just seemed really abrupt. And I kind of, I had this feeling that I really didn't want to be with him. And it was just because of everything in the past, and... It just felt like a really insincere experience, and then him having to go, and yeah, but I don't know. And then also when um, when I came back into town for Thanksgiving break, um, me, Lydia, Connor, Carson, Hannah, and Gavin, we were all in Gavin's tent, and we were just trying to talk, and then. Carson left and he lied straight to my face and gave me like this stupid elaborate reason and told my sister that he was lying about it all and he couldn't really tell me. Because I thought like, I thought I knew the guy, okay? That's what I really thought. It really pains me that I can't be treated with respect that way to know the truth. But, um, yeah. I'm kind of just rattling off about incidents kind of vaguely, but I'll get more into detail about Carson as an individual rather than just these ins- instances, but these have always bothered me for the longest time, but I've been a coward about it and haven't confronted him about it, but I'm deciding that, like, well, someone might be asking, well, why don't you talk about it with him now? Well, essentially in my head, I think it's like talking to a brick wall. I won't get anywhere with it. He'll never admit that he's wrong about anything. And if he does, he'll be doing it. He'll be lying about it. But that's how I feel like he will be acting. Um, but with all the stress that I was going through and me just not really wanting to talk to Carson anymore, I removed him from my social medias and he was confused about it and some other people were too. But I made the de- the decision based off of previous experiences with him. But, um, I guess I'll talk more about the manipulative nature of Carson, which I have, um, five main bullets about it, which are degradation, double-faced, insincerity, lying in general, and avoiding the issues. So degradation was mainly, um, an aspect of Carson that you can only feel if you're really close to him. And... I don't know if anyone else has felt in a similar light to me about any of this. Like, perhaps it's just... I really don't want to think I'm wrong about it because I've been telling myself that I'm always the person wrong in all these situations. And maybe there's just something wrong with me. But I'm finally taking charge and I'm trying to identify problems in people. I'm trying to not be a coward anymore. And that might be seen as more of me being egotistical or something. But it's me taking charge of my life when I felt like I had no control over it. But here we are. 
So with degradation, I talked about Dairy Queen in particular. I never really liked working shifts with him. He was one of my least favorite cooks to work with, and I lied to him about that. Because I feel like I didn't want to hurt his feelings or anything, even though he was hurting mine. I felt trapped. Like, in general, I'm a person who doesn't like to confront people about those sorts of things because I'm just really shy about it. And I like to see the best of people. And I'm not saying that all these experience, every single experience with Carson was bad. It was just... The way I can say it is, like, there are people who treat you like friends, and then there are people who use you and do not treat you like friends. But the worst type of person is who treats you like both. Who treats you both like a friend and who manipulates you. Who tr- and that is one of the worst feelings to ever have. And I felt it with Carson. I really did. Um, but just being belittled by Carson for stupid stuff. And he probably won't even remember it or acknowledge it. Because why, why would he want to? It'd make him look bad and he can't look bad. Um, double-faced is more of like, I always felt this insincerity towards Carson that he wasn't telling me everything that was going on in his life and he was pretending that everything was okay. And then I found out that he was confessing about stuff to my sister who he knew for maybe one and a half or two less years, like in a serious way. And he just wasn't treating me like I mattered in that way. Like, it didn't matter for him to hear about my own personal, about his own personal problems in his life. And he would just tell it to my sister. Like, can I not be treated seriously by people? What what do I lack as an individual to not be treated like that for someone that I've known for years? And to have my sister to be treated that way? It It's a terrible feeling. And I don't, I really don't know if anyone else feels that way. I really don't. And that leads me to just insincerity when he just leaves for no reason and and lies about it. And then he feels like he's just, like when he went to my university and he just treated it like, oh yeah, that's, that's cool, bye. And he just bought me something and like, that doesn't feel like, it never felt sincere with him. And that's the thing within friendships that I've always valued with people. And like, even in times of like, even in times like this, like with people like Ethan, I feel like he's sincere in what he says. I feel like Lydia's sincere with what she says. I feel like Colton is. I feel like Connor is. I feel like Hannah is. Um, J- Jared's just a little bit lazy, but he he's sincere. But with Carson, I just feel insincerity. And... I don't know if anyone else can feel that. It's the worst feeling to know that if I am the only one that's feeling this way and Carson uses that against me, then I'll be dragged out from everyone else. I feel trapped. And and I was just lying like... I can't just recall every single time he's lied to me about something really stupid, but every single time Hannah would tell me the truth about it. I can only recall, like, the most, um, um, recent experience, but 
I know the feeling of just being lied to straight to my face. And I actually talked to Colton about this today, having the feeling of just people lying straight to my face. And like, I, I never say anything, but internally I am just like, wow, this person is just lying to me. And lying to someone that you just call a friend or a brother, like, fuck off. You don't treat me that way. It's just, I'm sorry for the noises in the background. My mother and my mother's boyfriend are enjoying their time in the living room watching television. It is uh, my mother's boyfriend's birthday today, actually. So, yeah, sorry about that. And it seems like when Carson knows that he's backed up in a situation and he can't really say anything to convince anyone otherwise, it's either he'll turn people against the person who he can't prove wrong or he just tries to avoid the situation in general. And he had one situation that was related to him and his brother that um, I'm not going to talk about, but... um. He, there was an intervention for Carson, and he avoided it, and he ran away. And I just, it's hard for me to really express how I feel about this without just ranting. And I'm just trying to do it in the calmest way possible, but I feel like I can't. I feel like I'm trapped. Because I know that Carson's already talked to someone about this and someone said that I was egotistical or something and it's just I don't know if it's because I just removed Carson from my life or if it's unrelated but yeah another thing I guess I could bring up is that um with this situation that's been happening in our um friend group Carson has been on both sides he's both sided with um Lydia and Ethan I it could just be a change of mind, but it could also just be um just trying to appeal to everyone to not seem like the bad guy to anyone. Because I remember my personal conversations with Carson um when all this um stuff was brought up in October. Me and him were both kind of on the same page about everything. Like that it was completely wrong of what Ethan apparently did, but um, I, right now with everything that's going on, I'm not really focusing on like trying to accuse anyone of, of everything, but I am talking to people like um, Colton, and I hopefully have the ability to talk to Ethan one, one of these days, Ugh. because I really um, think there was some misunderstanding now after talking to Colton, but yeah, but like Carson initially was like um if I I can't I can't say it word by word but he was like um he pretty much agreed with me and, and was completely against Ethan initially but apparently when he went to Colton's house or something and talked to Ethan he made this insinuation of uh what what was it what was I told about it um Col- Colton told me um that It had something to do with um, with everyone immediately just attacking Ethan about it. And, like, like, Connor was taking sides with Lydia because, like, Connor's attracted to her. And that's the only reason why he's defending her or something like that. I don't remember the exact situation, so take that with a grain of salt. But, yeah. God damn, this has been, like, a, a 19, 
minute long rant that's going about to turn to 20 minutes and I really think I haven't really said anything coherent and maybe I've confused people more but at least I've let out what I've wanted to say for a long time so what of all of this now what am I going to do well what I'm going to do is I will talk to people about this and I'll I'll probably talk more more coherently than I am now. It's it's eight forty five p.m. Um, I believe it's the twentieth of December two thousand twenty two. So I am a bit tired and not thinking well. I don't know, but um yeah. I suspect um don't take um this what I say completely seriously. This is more of an assumption on what I think is gonna happen is I'm going to talk to people about this and I'm going to warn people about some stuff. And then, because what I found out was uh, Carson's actually talking to Colton, Ethan, and Jared way more after all of this. And I assume it has to do something with me disconnecting him. So he's just trying to appeal to the other people that aren't associated with me, which is why he stopped talking to Hannah and Connor in a serious sense. So I assume it has something to do with that. And now he's trying to appeal to them and possibly try to move people against me. But I'm just going to say this. You get to choose what you want to think. And I'm going to tell my truth and my own experiences. I believe out of everyone within our friend group, I've had the most experience with him. Maybe I'm not the closest individual to him, but I've had the most experience with him as a person. And... Perhaps my perception on this is misleading, according to Carson or to other people that have perceived this. But what I've said, I think, is completely true. Carson is a very manipulative person that will um, tear you emotionally if he feels like it. And then treat you like a friend the other way. Because essentially this is just a person who treats you like a friend and someone who also manipulates you but that's how I feel of it and if I am ever to consider talking to Carson again I will never be close to him ever again I will not allow that to happen I've done my research on what toxic friendship really means and I know the best thing that I can do in this situation is if I want him to be back in my life I'll allow it but I'll never allow him to be as close to me as he was I won't allow him to take advantage of me. But perhaps someone needs to see it for themselves. Someone needs to get that close to him and feel it. I don't know. This rant might have not been that helpful, to be honest, but at least I got my emotion out a bit. But I will continue to talk about this later throughout um, winter break in person. But yeah. All right, everyone, I believe I will be ending my episode now. Um, I will be putting four links in the description about toxic friendship. And if you would like to, you can click on those links or copy them or something and view them. Two of them are YouTube videos and two of them are websites that talk about aspects of a toxic friendship. And I guess I should say that I'm not the most sincere person either. I know that there are faults with me, like... um, I've gaslit people about, like, really stupid things, and, um, 
I don't know why I've done it. This is more of an aspect of me in the past. And it's like, I should never treat people. And I should never be a toxic friend to anyone. Because for me, it's like... Well, I'm an autistic person, okay? So I've essentially going... I've been going through my own life and I've just been trying to get along with people. And all I've wanted was friends for the longest time and I finally found them. And I would not want to do anything to try to manipulate them on purpose or to take advantage of people. It's not something I would want to do. But I know I've done it. Not out of intention, but rather out of ignorance I've done it. Or I felt like I've done it. And I feel really shitty about it, to be honest. But it's up to you to determine if I'm sincere. Not me. I can never determine if I'm sincere. I don't think any true person can really look at themselves in the mirror and be like, yeah, I'm a sincere person. I think the most you can do is you can say to yourself that you think you are. But only the people around you can determine that. I try to strive to be the best person that I can be. And I try to be a good friend to people. I try to treat people with respect. And I try to treat people like they belong in my life. And essentially all of this with Carson is rejecting him from this and saying that he can't be a part of it. I hope this podcast gets out to Carson. I hope it gets out to everyone. I hope people have to listen to what I have to say. If you have anything personal to say to me, you can go right on ahead. Unless if you're claiming that I'm lying about everything, that is not true. I can at least account for three quarters of the situation I have completely coherent in my head. And everything that three quarters of what I said about Carson is completely fluid within my mind. And I have been truthful. I have no reason to lie about Carson. I don't want to inflict pain on him. I don't want to make him suffer socially in front of other people who are also my friends. I just want people to understand my reasoning. That's what I that's what I hope I can achieve with this episode on my podcast and hopefully throughout other conversations about him to other people. But yeah. I am sincerely sorry to anyone who I've wronged. Out of anyone in this world, an autistic person who's just wanted attention from people and who's just wanted to be friends with people, it should never be within my interest to take advantage of anyone. Because I know what it feels like to be taken advantage of, and I just... I just... um, I just want people to be happy. And that's what I've hoped that I've done with everything that I've been doing for people in my life. Either through being there or through throwing these elaborate parties. I hope that I've made a positive effect on people. And, yeah. I guess... I'll, and I'll end this off with an actual conclusion here. Instead of saying it like six minutes ago or something. But, um... Or I guess I wasn't even talking about the websites and like what defines um toxic friendships, but you can look at that yourself. <laughs> God. But um essentially everything in this episode has been about my perception of Carson. You do not need to believe 
a single aspect of it, even though a lot of it is true from my perspective. And there is a possibility that a lot of this is misconstrued, but I don't believe it is. But it's up for everyone to decide. I want to have friends and I want to keep the ones that I have. And I want to talk to people and improve friendships. And I want to talk to Ethan and I want to get all of this sorted out with. Because I feel sincerity from everyone. I really do. I'm sorry if any of this has been confusing or if all of this has been. If you're too confused, you can talk to me about this in my DMs. Or you may talk to me in person if you'd like. Besides Carson, I've I've lost all capacity to talk to him unless if other people convince me otherwise. All right, everyone. Have a good night now.